welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and to stick with it. This podcast is all about sharing no BS tips, real reviews, and personal stories to help you build the confidence you need to achieve your fitness goals. Let's get into it. Today's episode is going to be on calories and macros, a highly requested topic from all of my followers. We're going to go over what are they and should we track them or not. To get started, let's go over calories. Calories are measurements or units of energy that we use to express the nutritional value of food. Similar to our bodies, calories actually have composition too. They can be broken out into things we call macronutrients or macros. The three macros are protein, fats, and carbohydrates or carbs. Now each one has a specific role in the body, but because this is not a science lesson, we are not going to get into it on this podcast. The only thing you need to know is that protein is the most important for building and maintaining muscle mass, and it's also very important for losing fat as well. Whether or not you decide to track your macros, you should still be trying to hit that protein goal as close as possible. It's much more important than both your carb and fat goal. Those two can be more loosely tracked or not even tracked at all, to be honest. And I want to be clear that I am not saying fats and carbs are not important. They definitely have a very important role in the body when it comes to hitting your nutrition and fitness goals. But we are just not going to discuss them right here, right now. We're going to put the focus more on the protein to start. Now the big hitting question. Should we track calories and macros or should we not? So as a very logical, left-brained person, I am inclined to say track your calories, track your macros. Because if you think about it, we are talking about energy balance. Energy balance is key to hitting your goals. If you want to lose fat, you have to eat in a calorie deficit. To go over what a calorie deficit is, it's basically just eating less calories than your body burns overall daily or your TDEE. If you want to gain muscle, you have to eat in a calorie surplus or more calories than your body burns every single day. And if you want to maintain your current weight, you have to eat around maintenance level calories each day in order to maintain that. At this point, you may be wondering what the heck is TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. So let's dive into that real quick. TDEE is made up of four different parts, BMR, NEAT, EAT, and TEF. The first part, BMR, basal metabolic rate, is the number of calories your body burns at rest without any additional movement. It's also based on your height, weight, and body composition. So think about if you were to lay in bed all day and not move at all, not eat anything, that is how many calories your body would burn. That is your BMR. The next is EAT or exercise activity thermogenesis. And these are the calories that you burn from physical exercise, such as going to the gym, lifting weights, doing cardio, all of that. Then we have non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT. These are the calories you burn from movement that isn't necessarily working out. Things like walking around your house, cleaning your house, walking your dog, just things that are movement but not physical activity that raises your heart rate a certain amount. Lastly, we have TEF, thermic effective food. These are calories you burn from eating and digesting your food. I want to be clear that Eat, NEAT, and TEF make up a very small percentage of your TDEE. It's probably about 30% overall. The rest of the calories burnt are going to come from your BMR. And to be honest, you don't really have much control over your BMR. It has a lot to do with your height, your weight, your body composition, and your genetics. So yes, you can alter it slightly by losing a significant amount of weight or gaining a significant amount of weight. 
also gaining a lot of muscle mass or losing a lot of muscle mass. We're only talking one, two, maybe 300 calories. It's nothing super significant. And some people are blessed and just have genetically faster metabolisms than others. So that also would be considered in your BMR. So now that I gave my opinion as to should you track or not, which I said, yes, you should track. Let's go into how to actually track those calories and macros. I always suggest using an app such as MyFitnessPal to track that. The only downside I find with MyFitnessPal is that if you want to figure out your calories and macros, trying to put it into that app to figure it out is very off. I remember when I put my body weight, my height, my activity level in there, it told me I should be eating like 1500 calories to lose weight. And for me, that's about a thousand calorie deficit, which is definitely not sustainable at all and probably not healthy if we're being honest. So instead, I would use a different calorie and macro calculator. You can use the one that I have on my personal website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com slash calorie calculator. And it is also linked to the blog post if you read that. You can go into the goals section of my fitness pal under the settings and then put those custom calories and macros into that section. I always recommend doing about a 40, 30, 30 split for your macros, which is 40% protein, 30% fat and 30% carbs. One thing I want to note on here is that you should be adjusting the protein goal. So that it is about 0.8 to one grams of protein per pound of goal or current body weight. And what I mean by that is you should probably use your goal body weight, but you don't want to use it if your goal body weight is currently very far off from your current body weight. For example, if you're 200 pounds right now and you want to be 140 pounds, don't use 140 pounds of protein for your goal. Instead, use smaller 10 pound increments as your goals. So start off with 190 pounds as your first goal and use that number to calculate your protein goal. Once you have all that in there, it's pretty easy to use. You just go into the diary section, search up a food, adjust the quantity and add it into your diary based on whatever meal it is going into. They had this awesome feature where you could scan barcodes as well. And they recently made it a paid feature, which stinks. But my friend the other day actually sent me this hack on Instagram where if you set your location to the United Kingdom or like Canada, I guess, I don't know if it's just any other country than the US, but basically if you set it to one of those countries that you can get that feature back for free. And I did test it. I set my location in the UK somewhere and now I have it back for free, which is amazing. So now let's go into how to track calories without actually physically tracking them. Although I suggest tracking and I personally believe that is the best method, this is not going to be good for everybody. If you're someone who's previously had an eating disorder or you think that you might be more prone to acquiring an eating disorder from such detailed tracking of everything, then this is probably not the best route to go for you. The last thing we want to do is trigger an eating disorder because if you've had one before, you know they're extremely taxing on your mental, emotional, and physical health, which is very counterproductive to your fitness goals. Now, I've never personally suffered from one myself, but I have had some sort of disordered eating in the past where I became a little bit obsessive with it. I did overcome that and I do still track all of my calories and macros now and I've become more loose about it, but it is something to be aware of and to take note of. And if you're not sure if you're someone who falls into this category, what I would do is try it out for a few weeks. So download my fitness pal, run your calories, run your macros, put it all in there and then just try it out for a few weeks. If you find yourself 
like stressed out about it or constantly worrying about it or just like obsessing over it, I would probably stop immediately. As I said, it can all be very counterproductive and we don't want to trigger any sort of eating disorder and or disordered eating. And I know those two phrases kind of sound alike, but to explain the difference, eating disorders are actually serious mental illnesses. They are clinically diagnosed. They are things such as binge eating disorder or anorexia. And they're not a choice. You don't just choose to have one. It's like a physical compulsion and obsession that you cannot get over. Now, disordered eating is similar. It's on that spectrum, but it's to a much lesser degree. You still have some control over what you can and cannot eat, but you are preoccupied with thinking about food, calories, and macros, and all of that a lot of the time. I don't want to dive too much into either of those topics. I'm not a therapist. I don't have great answers on how to, you know, fix those issues. But I did just want to go into both of those and let you know that those are things that you should be aware of. So if you are someone who falls into either of those categories and you don't want to track your calories and macros, 100% do not do that. I support you fully. Another way of trying to track per se without tracking is to have a more intuitive style of eating. So when you feel actual physical hunger is when you should eat. And when you do eat, I suggest doing something like plate portioning, which is generally 50% of the plate, cover that with fruits and vegetables. 25% of the plate is covered with carbs, things such as potatoes or rice or pasta. And then 25% of the plate is covered with protein. Things like chicken, steak, pork, fish, tofu. A little hack I like to use is if you are shooting for a calorie deficit, use smaller plates because then there will be less food on the plate by default and try to get at least three to four meals a day. If you're shooting for a calorie surplus, you can still use smaller plates, but aim for four to six meals a day. And if you don't want to use smaller plates, use larger plates and then shoot for three to four meals a day. And if you're just eating at maintenance, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You can kind of choose whatever plate size you want, but just be cautious of trying not to overeat or undereat. When you go for a snack, because you should be having snacks throughout your day as well, because if you're not snacking, are you even living? Snacks are life. So when you go for your snack, make sure that it is protein-based. What I mean by that is something like a Greek yogurt, a cheese stick, maybe some turkey pepperoni, just things that are highly based in protein rather than fats or carbs. Could also be a protein shake, a protein bar, you get the point. On top of that, I want you to make sure you're drinking enough water because that will help keep you full on top of your high protein intake. A good reference is try to aim for half of your body weight in pounds in ounces of water. So for example, if you're 150 pounds, that would be 75 ounces of water a day. And I know I do have some UK listeners in here. So if you were talking about kgs, your weight in kilograms times 0.0333 is how many liters of water you should be drinking a day. And these are just minimums. So if you're sweating a lot or you do a lot of activity every day, you should probably be having a little bit more. Especially if you're sweating a lot, I do suggest replenishing with electrolytes as well. So things like having a Gatorade, a Powerade, maybe even a liquid IV, so that you can replenish those essential minerals like sodium, calcium, and potassium, which are actually key to many processes in the body. Plus you don't want dehydration or cramping, things of that nature. So make sure you stay hydrated and have your electrolytes. To wrap it up, whether you decide tracking or not tracking calories and macros is the best route for you to go, the same concepts still apply. 
If you are trying to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. Even if you're not physically tracking it, you have to be in a deficit. Same applies to muscle gain. If you want to gain muscle, even if you're not physically tracking the numbers, you have to be in a surplus to gain muscle. And then with maintaining your current body weight or composition, you need to be eating around maintenance level. There is a single exception to this if you are a gym newbie, which many of you probably are, and this is meaning that you just started lifting within the last year, you can get newbie gains. I very highly suggest taking advantage of this as it is something that will make your life so much easier. Think about it, you can be gaining muscle in a calorie deficit, which is pretty much impossible if you've been lifting over a year. If you don't take advantage of that, you will suffer later on when you have to go into a bulk to gain that muscle mass that you need but you did not acquire because you didn't take advantage of those newbie gains. Now I'm not saying this is like a hack and you will never have to bulk and cut again, but I'm saying this is a faster way to get results, which I know a lot of people are looking for, so take advantage of this or else I will come for you. Just kidding, not really, but I might think about it. All right guys, that is a wrap on today's episode on calories and macros. What are they and should you track them or not? Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.